This is Cyber Defense Radio with your host and cybersecurity expert, Gary Malefsky. Gary brings to you another globally recognized cybersecurity executive in the hot seat today. Sitting in my hot seat today is an amazing guest, Sunil Moralider. He is the Vice President of Strategy and Growth at one of the coolest companies, Color Tokens. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me. So Color Tokens, you guys are doing some amazing and innovative things in cybersecurity. Can you tell us about it? I've heard some things about micro segmentation and (laughs) way up there in a market leadership role. Forrester's talked about you. You guys are really a hot company. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, so Color Tokens has been around for seven years, uh, three of which we've been actually selling our products. Our primary focus is zero trust, uh, right? So we have a broad platform that covers zero trust uh, in every aspect of an enterprise security architecture from users to devices to the workloads in the cloud. So that's what we do. When you talk about zero trust, I hear it all the time. I talk to a lot of CISOs and their number one concern lately has been zero trust. Mm-hmm. How do you pull off a zero trust initiative without a lot of headaches? Oh yeah, that's a that's an amazing question. So. Zero Trust, in theory, has been around for 15 years. And anytime we talk to our uh, CISO and CIO um, uh, customers, they are bought in. On theory, in theory, they're bought in. They love the idea. They're always stuck with the first question, how do I get started, right? So that's where Color Tokens actually has made it our mission to make Zero Trust simplified and autonomous as possible. And they can take the first step with visibility, then go to micro segmentation, and they can go much beyond that with lockdown of their entire architecture using Zero Trust principles. Is this um, an inline solution? Is this an agent? How is Zero Trust deployed? Give us kind of a case study or scenario that you could share with our viewers and listeners to explain the easy way to pull off Zero Trust. Absolutely. Um, so last time we spoke, we probably spoke about agent-based solution, one agent, one platform. Earlier this year, we actually took it even further. We have an agent-less solution for the cloud. So it's a cloud-native solution that actually covers zero trust uh, as our customers actually journey to the cloud, right? So the fastest way to get started with our solution is within 30 seconds, you have your agent deployed if you're taking an agent-based solution. You have visibility right away, and then you can start to see recommendations come out of our uh, platform that tells you which way to get started. Are the agents or the platforms covered, you know, typical Windows and Linux and Macintosh or Android? What what kind of devices are protected? Okay, so the core uh, area of focus for color tokens is the workloads. So when we talk about workloads, we're talking about data center workloads, we're talking about protecting them um, in the data center as well as in the cloud, right? Now, however, cloud protection or workload protection does not stop with just protecting the server with, uh, you know, um, on the host protection uh, or with micro segmentation. You also need to go all the way to users accessing these workloads and the applications running on them, right? So our solution extends all the way to users on their laptops. Today, we don't support mobile, but that's something that's in the future. So when users are accessing uh, these these workloads, what, what's a typical environment? Is it banking? Is it insurance, healthcare? Is it anybody who's out there moving everything to SaaS? So every vertical that's worried about um, security is starting to think about zero trust as an alternative, right? So we've traditionally seen about, uh, think about zero trust as a third wave of security. 
there's been the first way where you have uh, solutions like antivirus and firewall, and they would prevent what is a known bad. Then came the second generation of detection and response. They would collect a lot of information, analyze them, and come back with a response. It could be a quarantine, kill, whatever that is on the process level. And then the third generation, it is the zero trust generation, where we're saying, okay, what can you do a better protection? Can you do a more proactive approach to zero trust? Mm -hmm. This is where a lot of organizations are seeing zero trust as a third security category altogether in terms of how they think about enterprise architecture, right? So the primary verticals are healthcare, finance, utilities, manufacturing, retail, and oil and gas, right? And these verticals are very worried about a lot of things when it comes to either supply chain uh, security, they're worried about a lot of contractors and vendors and third-party systems on their network. So mm -hmm. this makes a lot of sense for many of these verticals. That's amazing. And the deployment cycle, how long does it take to get going and how quickly can we get up and running? So our entire product is delivered from the cloud. The only thing that is deployed on the customer premise is the agent. And the way it's architectured is to make sure that it delivers value very quickly. So an agent is deployed within 30 seconds, right? And then once it's deployed, it starts to send, on, uh, send home a lot of information or telemetry that is relevant for a customer to actually get deep visibility into what's happening within their environment, right? So we are uh, basically within the data center. So they get to see for the first time literally what's happening between their servers, between users who are accessing these servers, et cetera. With this visibility, our uh, ML-based recommendation engine kicks in and starts recommending policies that they should start to implement. When they get to that phase, this is probably day three, day four. We're not talking weeks, right? Day three, day four, they start to get recommendations from the system. Second week onwards, they can actually start enforcing these policies but watch them. They don't have to enforce them. They can observe these policies in the semi-enforcement mode. Once they get comfortable within the third or fourth week, they actually get into an enforcement mode. This is one of the North Star metrics in our company. How quickly can somebody enforce policies using our platform? Now, Sunil, I've heard of things called, uh, I think, cloud access security brokers, CASB. Where does this fit in the whole security in the cloud? Our entire... Um, security that we provide is for customers who are actually running their own infrastructure and running workloads on that infrastructure. And that infrastructure could be their own data center, it could be a co-location data center, or it could be the cloud. The customers that we talk to um, are the ones that own the infrastructure and actually run either commercially off-the-shelf applications or their own homegrown applications. So in that sense, in that definition, uh, for example, Salesforce is excluded. We are not in the CASB market. We are not in the protection of SaaS access. However, access to private applications that you own and deploy, that's exactly the space that we play in. Do you complement the API security players that are out there? Absolutely. So if you look at the stack uh, of any organization, there is the infrastructure layer, then there's the application layer, then there's the access layer, right? So we are in the infrastructure and the application protection layer, and the application, the access layer is something that API vendors actually look into more deeply. So we play along with them, uh, and there is no conflict. And I assume you still have kind of the what with the one endpoint to roll them all, you have one dashboard that's pretty amazing. Absolutely. So this is uh, this is our core selling point. Uh, we are we are probably the only platform um, that has a visibility that can give you a visibility of if Gary is accessing 
from his home laptop, uh, uh, probably sitting in Starbucks, accessing HRM application that's deployed in, um, in the cloud with the web front end and the rest of the database sitting in the data, data center. We can give you that entire visibility and control end to end. That's amazing. And what kind of typical exploits and attacks have you seen that you've been able to defend against that others probably haven't thought about? Yeah, the broad category, I would say, is uh, advanced persistent threats like the APTs and uh, ransomware, uh, spreading of ransomware within an organization. These are the broad category of protections that we provide. Um, anytime there is um, any unauthorized lateral movement within the organization, anytime there's an attack that takes advantage of that, we are actually the ones who can come in the way of preventing that from happening. There's also malicious execution of processes on a host. So we have a product that protects you against malicious execution and unauthorized file access even within the host. And then we have protection for any of the cloud-based vulnerabilities that are taken advantage of with the latest attacks. So we provide cloud security as well, where we do agentless vulnerability and malware detection and uh, as well as CSPM for the cloud. That sounds awesome. And scaling, uh, what's a typical small client size? What's a typical really large client size? So our largest customers tend to have tens of thousands of servers, uh, and they tend to have data centers and probably all three clouds on which they deploy their applications for various reasons. Our smallest customers could be as small as 10 people just starting natively in the cloud because of our latest addition to our family, which is xCloud, which is our cloud security product. So we can cover the entire gamut of really the smallest of the smallest customers. And in fact, we actually have a completely free tier that they could get started with for the cloud and scale up and use different modules as we kind of see like the bigger enterprises do. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, I think we do certainly believe in showing value before we start talking about, you know, okay, you know, what's the pricing, right? So it's very important for us as a company, we talk a lot through our product. Our product does a lot of selling for us, right? So we, we don't use a lot of slides. And we kind of took that a step further when it came to cloud security. We said, look, I mean, there's so many people, so many organizations, they're stretched thin. Cloud is a new market. How can we simplify it and make it easy to adopt this product? and actually show that uh, without a lot of uh, you know, selling, right? I mean, let them try it and buy it. So that's why we introduced this whole self-serve premium model uh, with xCloud, which is our latest product. With xCloud, if, if I wanted to use my own dashboard, some third-party, you know, SeamSim source solution, can I digest data from you? Are there connectors and interfaces? So maybe I could still look into your dashboard when I need it, but maybe I want all the data in some other centralized platform I've been using for a few years. Absolutely. I mean, we don't change any of your existing workflows or processes. xCloud gives you a layer of agentless security that gives you posture checks with 50,000 checks that we do across your entire cloud. It gives you compliance reports for PCI and best practice, practices, et cetera. It gives you completely agentless malware detection and vulnerability detection, not just at the application layer, but also at the OS level. And have you generated any reports that you can share with our viewers and listeners? They could go to colortokens.com and maybe learn more about some of the environments you've protected and how well you've done doing it. Absolutely. I mean, there are a lot of case studies. The latest one that we have out there is this very large hospital system uh, that we've kind of gone into and protected their most critical crown jewel application, which is their EMR system, right? An EPIC system, right? 
And what their concern was about protecting EMR uh, system, not only that, but actually the backups of EMR systems, because as you know, ransomware attackers actually go after the system and then immediate response from a CISO is actually, let me just go to the backup and just replace it and business is as normal, right? But uh, ransomware attackers are now going to the backups now to actually put ransomware on it. So our entire um, deployment is to protect their EMR, which brings in maybe 60% of their revenue and uh, actually protect not just their production, but also their backup. So there are uh, lots of case studies like that across utilities, retail, uh, all on our website under the resource center. Do you think it's just gonna keep getting worse? I mean, a few years ago, a cyber crime was not the biggest thing in the world and now it's bigger than drug crime. It's number one and it's heading into the trillions. Uh, I'm just curious if it's gonna keep you guys busy for a long time. Yeah, we do believe that uh, the future is going to look very much similar to the past unless we change the strategy. And that's where I actually, Color Tokens is very, very bullish about zero trust and the principles of zero trust. Um, I think on paper, whether, I mean, I don't want this to become like a religious-based discussion on zero trust or non-zero trust, but the fundamental principles of zero trust are worth looking into, right? Uh, it completely changes the mindset. And uh, I'm very happy that the industry as a whole has taken zero trust really seriously. And there are a lot of vendors talking about zero trust and the benefits. It now comes down to how can we make zero trust applicable at scale for a large enterprise and not make this a full lift and shift in the re-architecture. And that's where the most of the focus at Color Tokens has been to make it seamless at scale. Now the freemium model sounds awesome to kick things off and prove value immediately. I'm wondering, do you sell only direct? Do you sell through channel? Are there MSPs or MSSPs that would love to partner with Color Tokens? How do you get out to the clients? Absolutely, yeah. So, um, so it all depends on the regions that we work in. Uh, but for the for the majority of uh, our regions, which is pretty much globally, we have about uh, three or four major channels, right? So, uh, absolutely, channel is a big uh, channel for us in terms of going to the customers. Uh, resellers and distributors. So we welcome um, partnerships in that uh, in that regard. We do go direct, uh, but sometimes we go direct, but actually pull in through the channel from a from a deployment and kind of a fulfillment perspective as well. And then the other thing that we're doing, and it's gotten us a lot of traction, is working with a lot of our uh, system integrators, large system integrators, global system integrators, who are about five or six globally, who've been a great uh, partner as well, especially going into the Fortune 1000 customers. And then even in under direct, as I mentioned, uh, help yourself, right? I mean, just go and if you like something, just go off of our uh, website or go to Amazon and the uh, marketplace and uh, help yourself as well. Are you on multiple cloud platforms? Absolutely. Uh, so, so there are two ways to answer that question. So we are deployed uh, as a SaaS service on different clouds, depending on which region um, we operate in. For example, we just launched our Saudi Arabia cluster, and that's based on Oracle. Other places we, in the defense, we have an Azure uh, cloud. In the commercial sector, we have AWS cloud. Basically, based on whatever the customer requirements are, we deploy different clusters, but it's a SaaS delivered model. In terms of what clouds we protect, uh, we do protect all the uh, clouds that are out there, the top three, uh, AWS, GCP, and Azure. Going zero trust, some people think it's really difficult, but I have a feeling you've made it easy for them. Yes, yeah, so, so I think you uh, touched a critical point here, Gary. So zero trust actually sounds scary uh, on the surface, and it could be all the, all the mistakes made by vendors and marketing folks out there just kind of making it such a big deal. 
But the point about zero trust is that you shouldn't take a very long arc. I mean, you're going to end up with a multi-year project and you'll never get anywhere and you'll probably lose team and support within the organization. Our recommendation to anybody trying zero trust is to take an iterative model, pick an area of your organization where you want to implement zero trust, get a quick win and iterate over it. It's still a multi-year project, but you're actually making progress and you see improvements on a weekly basis, right? So that's the biggest uh, mind shift change that we recommend to our customers when they're talking to us. Um, many of them actually come to us for consulting with Zero Trust and then become customers to us eventually. We also have a white glove service uh, called XAssure that actually implements Zero Trust for you if you don't know how to get started as well. So yes, from a mindset perspective, there's a little bit of that. But when you're talking about alerts and the way the process changes, it actually makes their life significantly better. So the alert kind of you, you reduce from, I don't know, 80, 90 percent of the alerts go away because you're now taking a very positive approach to security. And you're saying, I'm only going to allow what I think is the right thing to allow. That makes a lot of sense. Now, Sunil, is there anything that we haven't covered that you want to share with our viewers and listeners? Yeah, I think um, just iterating on the point of zero trust, whether you believe in the buzzword or not, just try to dig a little deeper, I would say. I think there's a lot of goodness under the hood of zero trust and definitely find vendors uh, and uh, solutions that help you get started quickly and show you value so that it's uh, even a pilot should be not more than two weeks or even four weeks, right? So you don't look for pilots that go for six months when you want to try out a new product or a vendor. Go for zero trust, go for quick wins and definitely try out our uh, products and uh, our newest one, which is the xCloud as well. Folks, you heard it here first from Sunil, Vice President of Color Tokens, that to reduce your risk, you've got to deploy zero trust and you can do it in an iterative fashion so that it's not too difficult and have those wins until you're at that level where the risk is so low, you've probably stopped a lot of breaches that you wouldn't have stopped in the past. So folks, check him out, check out his website colortokens.com and then come back next time for another exciting episode. You've been listening to Cyber Defense Radio. Stay tuned next time for another amazing and informative episode. Cyberdefenseradio.com is proudly part of the Cyber Defense Media Group, where InfoSec knowledge is power. Cyber Defense TV and Cyber Defense Radio have launched 24 by 7 by 365 live streams. Visit them online today at cyberdefense.tv and cyberdefense.radio with your host and globally recognized cybersecurity expert and my good friend, Gary Malewski. <laughs>